What's up? What's up? Set Apart fam. I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wannell. It is season two. It is episode two. And I cannot wait for you to hear from this woman, Tyann McClendon. She's phenomenal. I already do her intro a little bit at the beginning of our interview. So let me just say, other than this CEO, other than this author, other than this friend, this amazing wife, mom, friend to so many, This woman has a lot of talents and a lot of gifts, and she stewards them so well. I encourage you to be coached by her. If you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for a mentor, I trust this woman. I would entrust her to you. So I encourage you to go check her out and see how you and her could be a great partnership together moving forward to advance the kingdom of heaven. Also, this podcast is meant to encourage you to live a life that is set apart without compromise, filled with guests who absolutely love you, who are praying for you, who prophesy for you each episode. This is phenomenal, and I'm so glad that you're with me here and part of the Set Apart family. I encourage you to go subscribe to this podcast, share with your friends, help extend and grow the Set Apart family, and join me as we choose God, in the midst of a world where things are getting darker, let the light shine brighter because of you, because of me, and may this podcast just be another wind of encouragement in your day to be who God called you to be. Okay, guys, so after this incredible intro, there is no other than the one and only Tyann McClendon. What's up, girl? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm looking at you right now. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm looking at your pretty smile. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Guys, this is amazing. As I said in the intro, Ty is, uh, she is the CEO of Kingship Momentum, right? And she is a public speaker, author, coach, consultant, and she is an author of a book for all you parents out there, Amazing Imprinted, Discovering and Partnering with Your Child's Identity. And Ty lives in uh, the 325 area code up there, okay? Uh, I lived there for seven years of my life. Abilene, what's up? That's right. Give A-Town a shout out. Yeah, she has like the most stellar view I've ever seen in her backyard of the hill country. Okay, but Ty, let's, let's just dive in because... Um, People may be commuting to work right now. You know, there's a lot we could fit in, but I do have to say, I know I covered a lot in the intro, so I just want to dive in here and um, what is something that is that is really prevalent for right now that you really believe is like a now word for the people tuning in? Yeah, so let me give you just a little bit of history about why I think this is important. So um, I've always loved the prophetic and I've always sought it out in my life. But one thing that I didn't realize was unique to me was seeking out the timing of the Lord. And more and more as I've grown up and as I've matured in my walk, I'm recognizing how a lot of believers, they want the word of the Lord, but they don't know how to partner with it in due time and due season. And the timing of the Lord is the factor that makes the word of the Lord produce fruit in the right season. If you're sowing whenever you should be reaping, if you're reaping whenever you should be harvesting, reaping and harvesting are the same thing, but when you're reaping, you might not be harvesting. You might should be waiting for the rains. You have to know the season of the Lord. And the more that I dive into it, the more important it is. It is actually a core value of mine is to not just know the word of the Lord to make sure I apply it in due season. So 
that's kind of a little nutshell of why that's important to me. But what I really want to encourage people with is I believe the Lord is doing a new thing. There's lots of prophetic voices out there talking about here and how in this new season going into 2020, this new Hebrew decade that we're in, how God is doing things that he's, he's always had in his heart, but he's giving us a new level of grace to achieve them. And in that, I want to make sure that I'm partnering with the new season. And part of that means that personally, I'm watching some of my networks shift and change. Not that I'm leaving relationships, but that the relationships he's breathing on for the activity he has me in, they're changing. And so I'm paying a lot of attention to my network. I'm paying a lot of attention to what he's having me lay my hand to. Because what he's doing is a new thing. There's lots of prophetic voices, again, that I've, I've been hearing. I'm sure you've probably spoken about this in the past, but are talking about the clarity that's coming in 2020 with 2020 vision, um, that he is really going to hone in in our call. And one of the things he told me personally was, Tyanne, I'm going to bring back things to you that you've forgotten you even prayed, mm -hmm. that were more a part of your history and more a part of your destiny than you even realized. So those are the places where I'm really honing in and focusing right now have to do with who are the people I'm called to in this next season? And Lord, what dreams are you reawakening in me that may have been dormant? What has been laying dormant that you're breathing on for this season right now? Because what I'm finding is it's not the things that I thought he was going to breathe on. And it's not even with the people that I thought it was going to be with. Yeah. He's, he's, he's releasing new networks and new connections and they're producing fruit really rapidly. Yeah. I feel so weepy right now. Like I feel the presence of God on what you're saying. And I also love everybody tuning in. I'm like, don't you just want to keep listening to her soothing, <laughs> nurturing, powerful voice? I love it. No, this is so real. Let's hit this because I haven't, I have taken a break with this podcast and we're relaunching. And so this podcast, something that we haven't talked about, but it's going to happen a lot more in this, um, that I'm going to be more intentional about is the prophetic word of now that will really help give more perspective, that aerial view of what God is wanting to do and um, what he's saying. And I love what you're saying, because I, I haven't really talked about this, but for those of you who are tuning in, there's a lot of, a lot of prophets, a lot of prophetic people are truly saying the same thing because, and, and I, I know Ty is saying this because she's witnessing with this herself. She's seeing it and, and relating to it. And so am I. And something I'm super pumped about is there are dormant things that are being reawakened. There are things in me, in my life right now that Ty has even been celebrating with me and I'm celebrating with Ty and we're celebrating with our friends and what God is doing. Like he brought things up way sooner than we thought he would in this season. Things that we thought would happen two years from now, five years from now are actually starting to come up right now. And I am watching her walk and steward these things. This is one thing I can say about Ty. I can say a lot, but you truly are good about stewarding now well, and you are really good about stewarding. Is this the time? And what do I do with what I'm hearing right now? And you steward that word very well. Where, whereas oftentimes I think people, and I'd love for you to speak into this, because I think this key is super pivotal for anybody tuning in right now. You're going to start hearing these tiny things. You cannot let it pass through your mind. You're going to have to write it down and know how to steward it when you hear it. So, because that's part of understanding the timing of it. So can you speak into that specifically? Yeah. When I first started in the prophetic, 
I don't remember. I went through lots of trainings. I did some of Bethel's prophetic training. I went through some of IHOP's prophetic training. I sought out classes by myself and then just the download of the Holy Spirit. So I kind of came up with this formula that I do and I just kind of run through a checklist in my head. As soon as I hear something, I ask first, is it from God or is it my thought? I verify that it's actually the Lord speaking. And does it witness to my spirit? Secondly, is this for somebody else or is this for me? If it's for somebody else, am I supposed to say something or am I supposed to pray? And then the last question I always ask that sometimes gets left out is when am I supposed to do it or how do I partner with the timing? And I, I really think that established a firm foundation for me because it's not just receiving the word, but it's knowing how to apply it that makes you effective in the kingdom. And so often I think we're worried about how the kingdom impacts us that we're forgetting we're supposed to be the impact of the kingdom on the world. We're supposed to be bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth, impacting the world for the glory of God and for the glory of his name so that his name is elevated in the nations. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want the word to just come and sit in my heart. I do want the word to come and sit in my heart and change me, but I want it not to stop there. I want it to change me. And then I want to be able to release it and to partner with it. Whether that is just standing outside on my balcony, making a decoration over my city or whether that's making a decoration over myself or whether that's actually speaking to somebody else about it. And when I began to mature in knowing just because I'm supposed to do something with this doesn't mean I'm supposed to do it now. And it doesn't mean I'm supposed to do it publicly. It really elevated my understanding of how to partner with the prophetic. And that timing piece is the piece I think a lot of times as a, as a group of believers in a whole that we miss is, is it for now? Yeah. And if it's not for now, when is it for? Yeah. And then keeping that open and, and active with your personal relationship with Jesus, just to say, when is this for? Yeah, that's really good. One of the key things that is standing out to me that you're saying that I love, which of course I love all of it, is the declaration part. Declarations move from like begging, because sometimes people beg in prayer, like asking all the time in a sense, to like standing in authority and actually saying, no, I know that this is what my God is saying and I'm declaring it. And when we declare it, the moment I started declaring things more this year, Within a week of any declaration I have made, I have seen it like we have become magnets to the declaration or I've seen things shift in that area. And I see I, I love that because sometimes we see things or hear things from the Lord that is truly you could be declaring for a while, but it won't happen without that declaration. You know, like you have to partner with it because we have the Absolutely. power of life and death in our tongue. So to release that, I think is powerful. And something else that stands out to me that you're saying, oh, do you want to add to that? We're going to say I do. I want to, I want to say something there. You know, um, if you get my book, it's a chapter in my book, but I really believe that the word of the Lord is a two-edged sword, just like Hebrews talks about. Mm -hmm. But the, the sides that he showed me, that means there's two edges. And I believe the two edges are blessing and declaring. Somehow our generation has lost the power of blessing. And we've also weaken the power of our declarations. So just like you're saying, we need to take the word of the Lord and declare. We also need to recognize what he's doing and bless the work that he's doing and bless the work of the Lord in other people. And when we can align our words to the blessing and to the declaring, the acceleration happens in kingdom momentum. Just, it just rolls forth with ease. I love that. That's really good. I see you do this a lot. Cause I mean, for those of you tuning in, Ty's super prophetic. She really does hear the Lord and she's careful 
what she releases. She, I've, I've even seen her like meeting the maturity of the person in front of her, what she can and can't share yet, you know, cause there's some people you can share things with and they realize because they understand the timing. There's some people that are still growing in it and she'll wait. Like I just see a lot of um, maturity in the way that Ty releases these encouraging words for people. One of the things that I've seen in our culture, uh, specifically along, uh, among millennials that I believe is going to change in this season for those who steward this well, um, but I see a lot of um, paralysis in words. Like, and, it's, and I do believe it has to do with not stewarding it well, but I'd love to hear you speak into this because there is some times where we hear things and it's like, okay, that's not till later. But oftentimes I hear things that, or I see things that are for now that people don't know how to step into. And I know you've already mentioned this, but will you dive even deeper in that? Because I feel like that's a word for our viewers because there are a lot of people that are going to hear something and that it is time, like you're saying, relationships are changing, networks are changing right now for people. We can already see <laughs> what God is doing gearing up in so many people's lives for the new year. What does it look like for the now words to steward something that's like, okay, within the next month or two, this is happening, but what do I do with what I'm hearing now? Well, you know, by trade, I'm a coach and a consultant. And so for me, action is everything. Mm -hmm. If you hear something and the Lord says it's now, I don't want you to just make a declaration. I always, I also want you to have a plan of action. I want you to know not just how to partner with your words, but partner with your actions because faith without action, it doesn't produce fruit, right? Now yeah. the word says that it's dead, mm -hmm. you know? So we need the action part of it. And I, I've seen exactly what you're saying. The paralysis that some people feel is almost the indecision of, am I allowed to make these decisions by myself? Am I allowed to go and forth and do this? There's almost this, I don't know if the indecision that, that you're speaking of comes from the paralysis of knowing, well, is this going to please God? Is this not going to please God? Do I have what it takes? Does, is it a courage place? Is it a trust place? I'm not actually sure. But what I do know is that if you're uncertain as to whether or not that action is valuable, seek counsel. Yeah. And whether you're seeking counsel through other people, whether you're seeking it from a personal coach, whether you're seeking it um, from your Bible study leader or your pastor or a friend that's trusted, find out how to do it. But when you take that, when you take the word that you hear and you bring it to other people and you say, Hey, I know I'm supposed to do something with this. You're submitting it to the process that's saying, I'm going to do something with this regardless of what it takes. I may be insecure. I may not have the courage to do it, but I'm going to be willing to be vulnerable with people around me so that I can begin to partner with this word. I think one of the hardest things that we have to partner with the Lord in is actually in our destiny. Um, it's really easy for most people to see what God has on somebody else, but it's really difficult for them to recognize what he has on them. Oh, mama, we're going to have a Selah moment on that right there. It's true. It's true. You know, and that's why I think the enemy attacks our identity so much. You know, um, identity is the thing that founds is the foundation for your destiny. It's hard to accurately walk into your destiny without having a firm, secure identity that you can hold on to. So if you're being called to walk into a new place, the first thing I would counsel somebody to do is to say, okay, God, who am I in this situation? And we all know that when we usually ask who we are, what is he answered with? Just like in Exodus, when Moses asked, he usually doesn't answer with who we are. He answers with who he, who he is. 
So when you say, Lord, who are you in this to me? You're asking me to do something new. He's going to answer you. And in that description of who he is, he's going to tell you who you are. And then when you have security in your identity, it's easier to take that step into the destiny, the place of courage and the place of risk. Yeah. You know, I've seen this picture for people tuning in right now with what you're saying. It's so powerful. Um, I just see that for you tuning in, there, there are going to be moments, especially in this new year, I believe, and he's looking for people to partner with this word who will believe you're going to be in rooms that you don't understand how you got in there. And you're going to be surrounded by people and you're going to be asking um, internally. You're, you're going to know because you're going to be like, how did I get in here? Do these people really know who I am? But I see the Lord walking in the room and standing behind you. And that's literally all you need. It's like, it's like, God, why am I here? And he walks in and he stands behind you with his hands on your shoulders and says, this is why I'm here. Like I've called you here for my purpose so that they'll see me and know me with what you carry. And so I see that picture and I wanted to encourage you guys tuning in that you could be surrounded by a group of enemies. You could be surrounded by a bunch of unbelievers. You could be surrounded by a bunch of believers who are just high in their craft and high in this place, a sphere of influence that you desire to be a part of. And the Lord is going to set you in places because of simply who he is. And he trusts you to be a part of that vision. Amen. And you know, I actually have seen this a whole lot. I have quite a few clients I work with. I typically work with anybody from an entrepreneur, a small business owner, but I also work with high level executives. Mm -hmm. And what I'm recognizing is that people are getting promoted ahead of time. Yeah. It's like they're skipping steps because God's putting his favor on them. Yeah. And um, the favor of the Lord is opening doors for people. And you know, you listeners, you guys are his, are his children, and he loves to pour out his favor on you. He loves to promote you when you promote him. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep raising the name of Jesus high and expect to be in rooms, like Jamie Lynn said, where you are in a room that you don't know how you got into. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I totally am seeing this happen amongst our friend group. Um, Ty and her husband, Paul, are good friends of mine and Lance's, and we all get to run into each other way more often than we have. And that's even a picture of what she's saying in the network and relationships are shifting and changing. I'm not piecing out on past friendships. There's just a new weight and time being spent and connection. And it's clearly the Lord is on um, these friendships that we're, and we're all kind of in something same, same, but different together. And we, we definitely recognize the Lord in it. And I do see, um, I did, I did feel like earlier when you were talking about that, that is the clarity. You're not going to have to tell people you can't be friends with them anymore. No, of course not. It's yes. of course not. And you didn't, you didn't make it sound like that, but I just wanted to clarify to people. Cause sometimes when we hear things, it's like, wait, what? But no, there's just truly new connections coming and like a new fire and new, like I just see an, even an acceleration where it's like, um, what I thought was, you know, like we talked about having history with friends it's like, but God's accelerating time with people even. It's as though you've known them for a decade when really you've Absolutely. only known them for however long. So I see a lot of, ex and this is all exciting and good what God's doing. Like I get, I get fired up hearing you talk about this, Ty, because it's like God is the one putting things in motion. He's just looking for people to jump on board. Enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, you're exactly right. It's not about saying goodbye to old relationships, it's about recognizing where the anointing is on the new one. 
-hmm. It's about recognizing what people God's asking you to walk into a specific part of your destiny with because he has networks for us. He doesn't just want to promote individuals. He wants to promote groups of people. The destiny that the Lord typically talks about is not you as an isolated island living alone. It's about your destiny interconnected with those around you. That's good. And the, inter- and the interconnectedness of the believers is what he's looking for. Because really, when it comes down to it, aren't we all just one body with different parts? We're all connected. And so your, de- your destiny affects me. My destiny affects you. And when we know where the Lord is breathing on the relationships that are in front of us, we can partner in higher effectiveness. Yeah. And, and really, that's what I'm about. I don't want to just be some... Like, I love the spiritual, just sitting with the Lord. I love that aspect of being a believer. But that's not our mission. Our mission is to take what we get from that place and to impart it into a world that's broken and hurting and needs to know who he is. Yeah. And so I want to take it from one place and take it to a whole nother level. I want to take the anointing in my friendship and release it on the world. I want to take the anointing in my personal relationship and put it into my business. I want to take the strategy and plan I hear from heaven and impart it into my business plan so that I'm not only working in the mind of Christ, but with supernatural authority to be able to make it happen. That's so good. We really just want to change the world, right? We do. And we can. And yeah, and we can. It's like we're the Avengers. Lance and I have been watching a lot of Marvel movies. <laughs> Ooh, yes. But it gets me excited. I'm like, I want to be an Avenger. Oh, wait, I am. <laughs> like, like, it really is. We carry this power and authority that's crazy. One thing I wanted to point out that was super key, um, I want to highlight that you said. In Proverbs 18.1, it says that whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. And I want to say to those of you who do not feel like you have community or friendships, it is actually dangerous to be on your own island, isolated, because then when time comes, first of all, you can only hear what you're saying to you and you can hear the Lord, don't get me wrong, but he did call us into relationship with one another, to spur one another on, to not forget why we meet up, to encourage one another, to do what God has said he's done. But another, uh, another huge red flag about isolation and you can see it in a lot of people who isolate themselves. They don't submit to sound judgment, to sound wisdom. And I think that's another key is that, like what you were saying, um, that really stood out that I've heard other people say that I really feel the fire on is, do you have somebody to submit things you're hearing to that is older and wiser and running in the things that God, somebody who you'd want to emulate? There's a difference between people who are doing things, but like even on a spiritual level, because I believe that's the difference. And that's why this podcast exists. Ty is on here because she is set apart, not just in her craft and her skill, but like with God in all that she does. And the reason why I even call her as a friend and why I surround myself with friends like this who are set apart is because there's, there's something about God's people who are set apart that are running after the things of God that I want to emulate, that I believe like I can hear her because she's not going to just tell me what the world says. She hears from the father too. And you've got to have people like that in your life. And if you don't have them yet, we have not because we ask not ask the Lord and declare that you are a magnet to people with sound um, judgment, with sound counsel, wise counsel, and watch who he starts bringing to you or who he starts highlighting to you. It's amazing. And if you need friends, be a friend. Soap what you want. That's Go good. be a friend. Go be a friend to somebody who needs it. Go be the sounding board for them and watch what develops with that relationship and the other relationships God brings to you. 
it's, it's incredible how, when you begin to do those two things, like you said, ask and so things change. That's good. So tell us a little bit, um, while we wrap up here, tell us a little bit about kingdom momentum. And I really want, I mean, you guys can hear how amazing Ty is. Like she's really got this wisdom and this just love for everybody. She coaches. Tell us about your coaching and consultant company a little bit more because there may be people tuning in right now that are like, I do hear the Lord, but I don't know. I don't understand the the business plan or how to put the blueprint and vision in action. And this is who you talk to. Well, I, uh, so my company is called Kingship Momentum. And I believe that we're all just like, we're all called to be priests before the Lord. We're all called to walk in the prophetic. We're also all called to steward our level and influence of authority. That means whether you're at home and you're doing it with your kids, which is the first place I really learned how to walk in my authority was with my family or whether it's in a business environment or whether it's in a political environment or whether it's actually in the church, you have to know how to stand in your identity and steward your level of influence. So I believe what God wants to do is take people just like you, just like me, who are set apart, who are dedicated to him. And he wants to put them into the world so that we can impact the world to look like the way he thinks it's supposed to look like. We're supposed to function with a higher level of understanding because we have the mind of Christ. We're supposed to partner with the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to have answers and solutions to the world's problems. And to do these things, we have to be strategic, not just strategic, um, but also excellent. Yes. One of the things one of the things I've seen believers do in the past is they'll partner with the Spirit, but then they'll use the Holy spirit, unfortunately, as an excuse for their laziness and they won't do it in excellence. And we're called to be a people who not only walk in the excellence that the, that really even just some of our business culture already operates in, but we're also called to put the Holy spirit on top of that. You know, we may do things differently. We may be servant leaders instead of commanding and, and vocal leaders that, that demean and demoralize, but we are called to lead. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be both, um, we need to be willing to take the places that God's asking us to take. So what I do for my coaching and consulting is I help high level leaders, high level executives, people who have a call on their life and they want to steward it. I help them know how to partner with God in their businesses, how to help partner with God in their ministries, how to partner with God in their uh, endeavors and dreams. I want to take what's inside of them, show them how to lay over the wisdom of scripture, the word of the spirit, the word of the hour, and how to partner with a strategic plan so they can actually accomplish it. I don't want us to just be a group of people who've had ethereal ideas and dreams for so long, but don't actually actualize any of them. I want us to actualize the things God's actually put in our life so that we can be effective for the kingdom of God. That's good, Ty. So that's what I do. I do it in one-on-one. I do it in coaching groups. I also do public speaking based on some of these things, mm-hmm. both spiritual and from a business environment. I love the business environment. Yeah. I think it's the next, honestly, I think it is actually the next frontier. You know, I believe that for 500 years, you know, just two years ago, I think it was, we had, you know, the 500, uh, 500th um, anniversary to when Luther put all of the stuff on the church door. You know, we had it was the birth of the new church. And I believe that entered us into an, an, um, an epic season of the priesthood of all believers. But I believe when we celebrated that victory, I heard the Lord say, I'm moving into the kingship of all believers. And now I'm looking for people who are going to partner with what they already know in the world to That's change good. it. That's and good. so 
that's my call is to consult and to coach them into those places and levels of authority. And I will say, I know people who have been directly impacted by her coaching and consulting who have gone from like, and this is what I hear. I have chills everywhere. They're like, I don't know how I would have done this without her because the Lord has given her wisdom to be able to counsel people into their destiny. She's like the midwife for businesses. Like she's the one (laughs) who pushes people into the world where they are called to go with God. And that is so key. The ones who are holy, righteous, and set apart are the ones that are going, the world is going to be drawing themselves to people who are holy and set apart in the, over the next decade. And I believe that Ty has vision and language for people who desire to be holy and set apart to step into that place. So how can people get a hold of you? How can they reach out to you and learn more? Well, I have a website. My website is tyann.tv because I also feel called to media on some level. TV? So, TV. Okay. You can find me on TV, girl. Yeah, so Tyann, and how you spell that is T-A-I-A-N-N dot TV. I so love that. that's, that's my website. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle, I believe, is Tyann McClendon. Um, I am a horrible poster, just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good, but I am. It is in my 2020 strategy plan is to get better at it. So maybe you'll be hearing from me more there. Yeah. Um, but on my website, you can shoot me an email if you're interested in coaching or consulting, and I'd love to get hooked up with you. Also there, you can purchase my book. Um, it's also on Amazon, but you know, come on, support an artist, buy it from her website. She gets a better cut. That's true. Amen. I'm, I'm all about people sewing into people. Hey, so if you've been blessed by this message, I know I have, if you've been blessed by this, go to tieN.tv, go buy a book, go sew into her, reach out to her, see if you're a good fit for her wise counsel and her coaching her consulting because she's amazing. And you are such a delight. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing what you've been sharing and empowering our family here on Set Apart. I'm so grateful for you. No problem. I love you, Jamie Lynn, and I love what you're doing. This is just the beginning. Thank you. It's just the beginning. Woo! I'm so excited. Okay, well, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you find value in this, go subscribe. Please go leave a written review. Go rate it. It really helps with the algorithms of all these podcasts. Get the name out there so people can be encouraged by God's people, what he's doing on the earth. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you've learned something. I hope that some of these words spoke to you. If you're tuning in, this message was for you. I'm sure that we prayed for you before you got on. And we're praying for you when you sign off. In Jesus' name, have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll catch you next week on Set Apart.